When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Auburn Express. Powered by The War Report. All aboard the AM departure from Platform 334, The Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Yeah, man. Uh, listen, we, we, we're going to kind of kind of rehash kind of our thoughts. B, you wasn't able to join us for the post game. So some quick thoughts. I want to get into some analytics uh, about the game on yesterday and just kind of talk about one of some of the things that Auburn was really successful at doing against Arkansas. But B, Will, your uh, thoughts about the game. I and was so happy to be wrong about how that game was going to turn out. I was concerned that our gains over the last couple of weeks were more due to the opponent than improvement. And I was very quickly <laughs> proven wrong and so glad to be. And as I watched us dismantle Arkansas, man, it's been a while. We We haven't dismantled anybody in a very long time. We didn't I don't know if we really even dismantled Vanderbilt. Like 31 to 15. We could have, but we just... We could have, and we didn't, which is, again, why I was concerned. This was... uh, And for those sensitive listeners, you know, this is your... Mute mute the channel, whatever you do. This was an ass-whooping. We beat they ass. Oh, my goodness, we beat they ass. I thought they had something to fight for. They did not. I mean, maybe they did, but it didn't matter. Goodness. Jarquez looked like Jarquez. The defense looked defensive. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Peyton Thorne actually looked like the raised floor. I thought you were about to say Peyton Thorne looked thorny. (laughs) I was was definitely expecting him to keep going with it. (laughs) I was disappointed that he did not. I mean, in in your bingo card for 2023 <laughs> at the beginning of the season, did you see 5'11 Peyton Thorne, like, trucking the dude the way to the end zone and then staring him down a little bit? Like, what? What? Where has this been? They found something. They found something. I'm a little disappointed. I think they found it like two weeks too late because I can't believe we lost to Ole Miss two years in a row. That still hurts. That still hurts. Ole Miss got what was coming to them, so I was happy about that, by the way. But yeah, they got beat. The gains were real, okay? The gains over the last few weeks were real, which I think Mike's made this point on the pregame last week, how fortunate we are to, yeah, we had that rough schedule, but... Because your most winnable games are all in stretch together, you can say, look, four-game win streak. Yeah. 
energy going it's up. Different. How much better does it look that you've got Florida floundering <laughs> and we stole a recruit, Texas A&M yep. floundering, and now we might be in the position to steal a recruit. And it's not because Texas A&M and Auburn will necessarily even have different records this season. We could both finish 7-5. and five. But the difference is we're doing our winning on the back end when they're doing, well, the coach got fired. So, you know, it's, we, go, we go get to it. We go get to it. We go get to it. I think the timing has helped tremendously. It kind of makes me sad that we didn't have some of these games early because what if you did get a chance to get into a, a rhythm by the end of September or by early October and you would be facing Ole Miss but knowing as much as yourself as, as we know right now? It could have been beneficial to flip this around the other way. But I'm not upset at the result because this isn't year five for Hugh Freeze like it was for Jimbo. This was year one. You needed to figure some stuff out. You needed to get a quarterback that was going to be a Band-Aid for the next true heir to the quarterback throne that you had already selected. You needed to make some pieces some pieces fit. And even though, yeah, a lot of those pieces at, at wide out didn't really pan out, Hooks hadn't been the contributor we thought he could be. Shorter hadn't been the contributor we thought he could be. Fairweather has been the pass catcher playmaker we thought he could be. Maybe not the blocker we were hoping he could be. But you're just finding out what you've got. And it turns out, well, most of it was on the roster already. <laughs> but you found it. And that's what I took away from the game yesterday. It was the first complete game. I think Hugh Free said this in the post post game. This was the first complete game we played all year. This was the best game we played all year, regardless of opponent. This was the the best game we played all year. The score showed that. I think the energy from the players showed that. The energy from the coach showed that. This was the performance we had been waiting for, and now this makes the Iron Bowl actually interesting. And we'll see how that goes. But I think it's interesting now. All right, all right, all right. Well, listen, let's kind of get into some of... Uh, from an analytic standpoint, what we saw, one of the things that was surprising to me other than that beatdown was how well we ran the football. And we wasn't sure if it was fool's goal because obviously we had weaker opponents, Vanderbilt. We saw uh, Jarquez have an amazing game, uh, two major runs against them. Uh, Mississippi State, we begin to see the running game turn the corner, but it almost seems like we just exploded. On yesterday, uh, Pro Football Focus has us rushing 359 total yards, averaging 6.6 yards a carry. Uh, pretty much, we were we ran the ball at will on them. One of the things that stands out to me is 77 yards we got were ran around the left end. Uh, 136 yards were ran around the right end. Uh, so obviously. Arkansas did a poor job of setting the edge in this game. We ate, uh, I mean, we ran between the tackles as well, but a lot of our yards came or running around the end. I, I'm pretty sure as you watch, <laughs> as you do your watch the film, uh, we'll see some of that. But uh, Jarquez obviously had 109 yards, but we also saw guys like Peyton Thorne have a lot of success running uh, the the read option and running around the end as well. Kind of talk to me about what you were seeing in the run game and why we were so successful against Arkansas. Um, 
they got dominated up front. I mean, plain and simple, they absolutely got dominated up front. I think a big portion and a thing that I had anticipated being a thing this season was them queuing or keying in on Jarquez Hunter and saying, all right, Jarquez Hunter, Jarquez Hunter. And they used him as a decoy early in the game. And it threw off a lot of what they thought they were going to get done early. Um, and then once they did get Jarquez going, he wasn't hitting them for like big gains, but it was like three, four, five yards here and there. And then they counterpunched off of it again, which is what this offense is supposed to be able to do. It's supposed to be able to say, okay, this is how you've lined up pre-snap. This is what you think we're going to do. We've got a counter off of that. And they countered masterfully yesterday. And then it was just about getting pushed around up front. I mean, when you got later into that game, it was back to three, four yards before contact for guys. It was back to, Mm -hmm. you know, it's only going to be a six-yard run, but the last two of it was the running back falling forward, right? And, um, yeah, I mean, Arkansas in the trenches just was not able to stand up on either side, but particularly... Um, the defensive side was surprising to me. The defenses they got, they got yeah. embarrassed up front. That was the offense was me. was keeping them off balance enough, and we were and Peyton Thorne was making quick enough decisions with with his reads that it made it difficult for them to adjust. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they they just got embarrassed up front, man. Yeah, yeah, and I think what we saw, and it was good to see uh, Demari Austin, Mike Jake, talk about Demari Austin. We saw him in the second half, fresh legs. When you was talking about we were getting three, four yards before anybody got to him, that's fresh legs of Damari Austin. And it was good seeing him beginning to return to form. Uh, He rushed for 64 yards on 12 carries, averaging 5.3 yards a carry. How good was it to see Damari Austin out there eating, Mike? Oh, that was good. He was technically the highest graded back PFF had Auburn yesterday. Um, So uh, he had a good game. Look, man, injuries suck. They can really derail your season. So uh, for him to come back this season, what what we heard his injury was, um, I know there was some hesitancy on his part about um, when is too early, right? And I think this is something a player goes through. You know, um, I had a chance to talk to him, and he just said flat out, Mike, I don't know what to do, right? Like, (laughs) I want to be there for my team, but I don't want to come back too early. Now, if they're asking me for advice, I always say err on the side of caution because re-injuring yourself, exponentially worse, (laughs) right? Uh, Obviously, and and trying to heal a second time sometimes is so hard. Um, But he worked his ass off to get back for this game. And so it was really good uh, to see him uh, uh, play well. They eased him back in. Like, he was, he didn't come back this week, obviously, but they eased him back in. Um, they increased his load. I think they could have, I did a really good job of managing uh, him. Uh, so uh, it was good, man. It, it was good to see that. And those guys, uh, Dylan Wade and Connor Lou, were up there blocking for him and uh, creating holes. It, it, it all worked as one. If you're a running back, you can't do it on your own. Right. If you're a quarterback, you can't do it on your own. If you're a receiver, you definitely can't do it on your own. And what we saw was them provide an environment for Demario Austin to thrive yesterday. And I thought he took advantage of that. So I was happy to see him do that. Uh, some of our highest graded guys in terms of run blocking were tight ends in this game. Um, yeah, wild, right? <laughs> right. Much maligned throughout the year in terms of run blocking. If a lot of folks had a bounce back game in this game. Yeah. I, you know, listen, look, OK, but and I will say this, right? It's this is a double-edged sword 
Arkansas put forth a piss-poor effort, but they also did what you should do to teams when they put forth a piss-poor effort. Agreed. So right. two things are true here, right? They, they play well. They looked like they were sleepwalking, right? And when somebody is sleepwalking, you don't help them to the bed in football. <laughs> you walk right. them to the edge of the balcony and then <laughs> you, you fall, fall over. <laughs> football ain't helping you. Right. So all I'm saying is when you look at what those guys did yesterday, I think you can keep what they did in perspective while still celebrating what they were able to accomplish. You know, Bama yeah. will be a different beast. You know, I going to talk about it later, but, but like it's going to be a different beast in the Iron Bowl. You have that game at home. And man, let me tell you something. Beat Bama and and. <laughs> I'm not saying get the drawings for the statue ready, but like, man, if Hugh Freeze wanted to get his tenure at Auburn kicked off to a great start, beating the Gumps and and, and ending their playoff hopes would be amazing. That's all I'm saying. I don't think Bama gets in with two losses. I just don't. I don't see it this year. Yeah, I think I. You know, as a matter of fact, yeah, I do it. They they have to win the SEC championship to get into this playoff. And we've had some Bama-less playoffs, and it's been nice. Fantastic. It's been so peaceful, right? It was, when your noisy neighbor moves out, that's what it's like. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> when the Karen that lives next door is complaining about <laughs> the cat that doesn't even belong to you, it's nice. That's all I'm saying. So I, <laughs> I Hugh Freeze could put an end to all that. And then start the same type of energy and narrative that he started at Ole Miss when he beat Saban twice in a row. Except for this time, you're at Auburn. And, and it could go significantly different. So, I, 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 I again, be, be brought it up, but I will say, guys, I'm telling you, they got extremely fortunate with this year one schedule. You had a tough stretch, but you're ending on a stretch of easy games where you get a chance to build some momentum and then go into a really big game at the end to test yourself to see what's real and what's not. Win or lose, Auburn's going to learn a lot about what they need to do going into the offseason. Right? I, I, I believe that. I believe they can learn something from the Iron Bowl, win or lose, about where they're at, how they stack up, guys they need to go after in the portal, where they need to fortify this team. I'm excited to see it regardless. And boy, I'm telling you, if you ever, if there were ever a chance where you just wanted to see a quarterback ball out, Peyton Thorne, we're calling you to the stage. Do it in the Iron Bowl. Have your best game of the year in two weeks, sir. This is why you, this is why you transfer oh, to the SEC. A lot will be forgiven. Yeah, all right. Like you This is why you came. To Auburn for this game in particular. Yeah. Few quarterbacks will get a chance to play on a stage as big as the Iron Bowl. It is an absolute honor and a blessing to be in a position to be the starting quarterback at Auburn in an Iron Bowl at home on the Plains. So, you know, it, it'll be fun. I think it could be it could be a fun game to watch. It could be a really fun game to watch. I'm excited. I'm going to be there. Ike's going to be there. B's going to be there. C's going to be watching. <laughs> Brian lives there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You live there, so you, you're always there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> They giving out extra passes. I'm in there. <laughs> so put a mustache on your sneaky. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, listen, let, let's 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 also talk about one of the other things that stood out in this game is we were we wondered how. I mean, Mike Mike G was very confident in our ability to contain Arkansas in terms of their running game. Uh, we did a tremendous job of that. Um, none of their running backs was a factor in this game. Um, and KJ Jefferson ran the ball a lot just to even get to 50 yards. And by the time that backup QB had success running, the game was out of hand and we had backups in by that point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jalen McLeod, let's talk about Jalen McLeod who graded out extremely well in this game. Um, obviously, Zion Puckett graded very well in run defense as well. Um, he had a good game. Marcus Harris, let's talk about the pass rush. Guys, they had seven sacks. Now, Arkansas's offensive line has been pretty bad this year. Um, that's one of the things that people talked about when they previewed the Auburn-Arkansas game is how much they struggled up front, which means... If they are as bad as advertised, Auburn needed to really exploit that, and they did. They Seven did. sacks, mm. eight hurries. Mm. Uh, Jalen McLeod led the way with three sacks of his own. Marcus Harris had two sacks. Uh, Elijah McAllister got in there and got a sack. Eugene Asante uh, had a sack, too. Eugene Asante had a sack. Um, talk about McLeod and how this, this was – this guy is really beginning to come into his own, uh, being the guy coming off the edge, being the Jack linebacker and just wreaking havoc. Thoughts on me, Ike? Yeah, I mean, listen, um, film review, I watched the tackles for Arkansas and I said to myself, they ain't, speed rush is not, they, they're not going to be able to handle a speed rusher. And Jalen McLeod is a speed rusher. He's finally healthy. And I was just like, they're going to have to figure something out because I, I watched them get abused over and over again in a game they won against Florida. I was just like, nah, that ain't mm, that ain't going to get it done, bro. Like, y'all going to have to figure something out at that tackle position if you're going to keep KJ uh, from being pressured consistently. And that's what happened. Um, I can't think of a guy up front who didn't. I mean, again, this, this was just total domination in the trenches. There was, there's not a guy along that defensive front who I didn't say to myself, "Man, they're really just winning consistently." Jason yeah. Jones was up there winning. It was a, it was domination in the it trenches. Was total team effort, yeah. Uh, they yeah, for, absolutely just dismantled him, man. For reference, I like Eugene Asante led with five tackles. You know, uh, uh, Jalen McLeod had three sacks, but four tackles. I mean, I mean, it was spread around pretty good. Everybody right. was. Everybody was participating. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just can't say enough. But Jalen McLeod specifically is what you ask about. He is a guy who we in the preseason we had high hopes for. He ended up coming into the season injured. And it right. was a slow process of getting him back up to speed. Now that he's fully healthy, you're seeing every single game he is out there 
creating havoc the way that we thought he would be. This is the the Texas A&M game from last year film that everybody showed when you were just saying, oh, Jalen McLeod's and then it's like, oh, look at him in App State versus Texas A&M. This is that guy. Like there are, there's a play that um, I don't even know. I can't remember whether or not he ended up making the tackle, but um, um, Rocket Sanders is trying to, he's taking an outside zone play and Jalen McLeod takes the tight end at the time and literally just walks him three yards back into the um, backfield in the direction that Rocket's trying to get to the outside off a tackle and makes him have to cut it back up and still gets in there. I don't think, I don't know if he actually made the tackle, but he still, he holds him off with one arm with his right arm while going after uh, Sanders on the cutback. I was just like, man, this dude dominating, bro. He's, he absolutely was dominating that entire game. Every snap that he mm-hmm. was in there, even, um, the first third down, I think that was him that had the stop on the pass that um, they made out there um, from uh, in the flat. That was him dropping back in coverage, making the tackle to to stop him on third and whatever. He killed him. He killed him all game. Uh, again, he wasn't alone, but he definitely was a big factor in how we were able to to make it a very long day for that offense. So if we see in this 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 yeah. run defense, which if you recall. Auburn was coming into the season. We came into the season concerned about our rush defense because it wasn't good a year prior. Yeah. So the job that this staff has done in a year's time where our run defense is beginning to catch up with the rest of our defense. This is, this is a pretty formidable unit. It's, it's coming into its own and it's coming into its own at the right time. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I see. I don't know. I don't know. I think they've been. I think they've been good from jump. Well, my thing is, Mike, is just the injuries. The injuries has kind of hurt that because I mean, you look at guys right. uh, like an Austin Keys, who's returning, and it it seems like the linebacker unit has really gone to another. Even with Eugene Asante playing well throughout the year. Okay. With, like, yeah, with, yeah. Sure. I, yeah. They've improved. I'm just saying. I think they've been good all year. <laughs> I think sure. they've been good all year, and they, you know they what's them, crazy is they were good. They're getting better though. Better, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, right, yeah. But but their good has been good enough to win games well before this. Sure, <laughs> right. Sure. Six games this year, this this squad has not allowed the opposing team, uh, uh, uh two scores, which is that's a crazy stat. <laughs> Six half of your games that your opponents didn't score more than twice on you. And four of those are power five games. So it's not like, oh, they held the cupcakes to a couple. No, everybody's been getting the business all year from this defense. If they could have, I mean, realistically, if the offense had been on like a 2014 level, this team would probably be a one or two loss team. I feel comfortable saying that. If they could have scored at like a normal rate, like Nick Marshall's second year, you know, two lo- out two lost team. That's not that wasn't normal either. But <laughs> he was scoring crazy. <laughs> that was a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I was just, yeah. You know, he did have a crazy iron ball, right? He threw yeah. four hundred fifty <laughs> yards in that iron ball. Yeah, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you understand what I'm saying? If, if we had gotten something in the realm of that from the offense, this defense would have twenty eight points yeah, per yeah, game. We, we yeah, we would have been talking about this defense in the conversation of one of the greatest Auburn defenses ever. 
The only game I feel like they probably were going to get exposed, one of be one of, not like, you know what I mean? Like, at least in the conversation, yeah. bordering the conversation, the, the, uh, it was LSU because Jaden Daniels is literally just different. I think he would have just found a way to, to do, do whatever, <laughs> right? I don't, I don't think you game plan for a player like that. Other than that, who else? Georgia? Hell, they played them to a touchdown the way they were. Ole Miss, that game goes way differently. So mm-hmm. I, I, I think these dudes deserve a lot of credit for, you know what? Honestly, I'll go a step further, keeping the wheels on this season. <laughs> Without them, I think the wheels come completely off. And we're, and, and we have a, we're having a different conversation today. Like that, Ron Roberts, I, I'm such, I am a Ron Roberts fanboy. He's done such a great job. And man, if you're talking about home run hires, that was a home run hire. That was a home run hire. They seem to believe in what he's doing on that side of the ball. You got, you're, again, you're not deep. The coaches recognized it. And it, you know, he trusts him so much. He's like, man, I ain't, I ain't going in the defensive room. Every once in a while, I pop in and say, you, y'all need some help with the third down calls? They're like, we're good, coach. And then he's out. <laughs> that's what Free says he does with the defense. He's not meddling at all. And, man, if that's not the sign of a good hire where you can delegate the job, the coach feels no no, he no. There's no want from Freeze. There's no desire for him to go in and meddle with what they're doing. Or he's not. I, I mean, look. And for Freeze, what a blessing too, because you get to spend your energy elsewhere on the team. Ryan, you got it. Good. That's what. That's the. That's that's how he's going to get to the CEO role he was trying to be in this year, where he can pay all this attention to recruiting and all these other things when you got capable assistants. And so credit to all those guys. You know, DJ James maybe is it having the season that we thought he might have. And look how many other guys stepped up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the line, linebacker being the one spot where I'm just kind of like, oh, they had to find it. But then Keys and, and these guys, man, I don't know. I've been highly impressed. I think under the circumstances, this is one of the better Auburn defenses that we've seen in a while. And listen, and, and, and to my point, like, dude, Lawrence Johnson was everywhere in the backfield. Lawrence yeah. Johnson. Uh, you, I mean, I, Keldrick Fox obviously has been improving this year. Like he's, he's becoming the, he's becoming that dude uh, on the line. Like there's mm-hmm. so many people whose play has, has really improved as the year goes on, has gone on, who hasn't been the more, the more hyped people. So with them improving along with the usual guy dudes we already have, this defense mm-hmm. is, is really becoming scary now. Yeah. Yeah. The only so, thing they were missing this season is a shutout. <laughs> They had one of those. It's kind of hard to do that, man. Like, they, they really could have gotten it versus Vandy. They really could have. Like they were really. Yeah, they only gave that. up one score. Yeah, they only gave up one score. So I've gotten it yesterday, but I mean, it was one of those yeah, things we to where <laughs> it's yeah, one of those things last, to where we the turned first the ball score over. Was unfortunate um, because yeah. of the turnover in the last score. You know, it was second team defense, but the first team defense almost pitched a shutout. Like they, a three point game is. Pretty darn good too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, any other, any other? You know, we we looked at some analytics and stats. Anything else you guys uh, saw that was just really impressive before we get over into grades? Uh, yeah, I, I think we you know, look at the analytics. The ball into the end zone was very impressive, but you know, we give our grades. We'll, we'll talk about that <laughs> we'll when, you, about when we go that. with the grades. We, we'll talk about that for sure. <laughs> B. Will, you got something? I, I want to say that. <clears throat> I mean, not that it was impressive. I understand that Hugh Freeze has a certain type of, of wide receiver he likes. 
I really thought Camden Brown had a chance, the opportunity the latter half of the season to kind of cement his spot for next season because he is the big body. He is a, a striding big wide receiver. He's not a fast wide receiver, but I thought he could have an excellent chance to be that possession guy. What that means by being that possession guy is that doesn't mean you're going to get open every time. That just means you're going to be the bigger, stronger, sure-handed catcher. And even if you're covered, you can make that catch. It hasn't looked like that. And at a time where Peyton Thorne has been had turning up and actually hitting the passing game has been turning up, he's dropping some of those opportunities. And I really hate it for Camden Brown because you know I'm big on, hey, if you chose Auburn first, and I definitely, I definitely want to see you get a shot. Like, that's it. It's hard enough to get a shot out here. We see now. That's not guaranteed for these players. I wanted him to get a shot on the field, and he got that shot. And I'm, I'm, I feel like, man, I, I hope this isn't what ends up Camden Brown not being on this team after this year because he got this shot and he couldn't make the most of it. But um, that, that's been, I was like, dang, he's like, it hurt a little bit. It's like, man, this is your shot, man. Like, you gotta, you gotta do something with this. But it, it, it hadn't been looking good with the opportunities he had in the game yesterday, man. With those drops, I just, Pro football focus was. Not I hope he can. To him. Yeah, yeah. I hope he can stick around. Maybe there's more development in his future. I, I don't know if it's going to be here. I hope it's here, man. I hope it's here. I hope he can improve. People need some people need more time than others. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but that's that's the only thing that was What's on so crazy is day. just that there were what nine people who caught passes mm-hmm. or at least had attempts. Uh, so he he has opportunities <laughs> to make plays even moving forward. You just hate. I think the, one of the things we talked about even with Amari Kelly. Uh, during a Vanderbilt game is because you haven't had a lot of opportunities is magnified when you don't take advantage of those opportunities. And the defender was, was on really defending him well, but again, you're a big body dude. Like this is, this is what Hugh freeze talked about with big receivers. That shouldn't even matter. So again, you just, you, you hope he takes advantage of whatever opportunities come his way in future games. Um,